There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, November 21st. I'm Rob Litters, here with Sarah Friedman and John Weigel, and this is The Hustle Daily Show. In the least surprising news of the day, there has been a flurry of OpenAI news over the last 24 hours. We're going to dig into what is happening and what the latest is there. But first, let's talk through everything else that's making headlines in the world of business and tech. First, a juicy rumor from Apple. Apparently, they're wrapping testing on the Vision Pro headset, which, if you remember is listing at a cool $3,500 and will likely release it in the US in March. Honestly, kind of surprised that this isn't dropping before the holidays. It seems like something that some people would buy. John and Sarah, are you going to buy this Vision Pro headset? What are your thoughts here? Not for that price. I think once we iterate enough and the the price comes down in a few years, I could be interested. But I know they're targeting enterprise customers at this point. So I would happily demo this. I think it's very cool, but definitely not for that cost. Yeah, I think a lot of people in the tech space would kind of jump at it just to test it out and try it, kind of as you mentioned, Sarah. But I feel like, me personally, I will not be getting it. But if they come out with like what they did with the iPhone, if they have like an SE version that's maybe, I don't know, like $250, I'll give it a spin. Why not? Dude, I have one of those and it's so small. I honestly, I feel like I'm carrying a baby phone. So (laughs) I definitely am with you though. It almost reminds me of Tesla, like when... Tesla launched and the prices were outrageous. And then they all came down and they all got more affordable. Maybe I'll get in on it one of the later rounds. Yeah, it sounds like it has some pretty cool features. I watched a couple of videos on it. Marquez Brownlee did a great review of it uh, about half a year ago. And it seems like it could take some really cool video too, but not many people have had some video inside it yet. So I'm interested to see what it looks like inside. Yeah. Okay, so it hasn't exactly been a secret that X formerly known as Twitter's advertising has dropped precipitously. But an interesting developing story here. So new CEO Linda Yaccarino has hired her son, Matt Madrazo, to rekindle the platform's political advertising biz, which it closed in 2019, back when X was still Twitter. This is a really juicy one for a couple of reasons. I mean, obviously, political advertising in its own right, I think, is pretty juicy. But then secondly, that Linda Yaccarino has hired her son to manage it. John and Sarah, any thoughts on this one? I feel like we're saying the quiet part out loud here with the (laughs) hiring of the sun. It's an interesting development. It is an interesting development. And as you said, we have watched many political issues breaking out on X, as well as advertising issues. This is the intersection of a lot of problems on that platform. And this feels like the cherry on top. 100%. Okay, in the world of dating, Tinder rolled out a new suite of features with a Riz first redesign. I'm not going to lie. I'm aged out of that word combination. I have absolutely no idea what Riz means. The dating app says the improvements include UI updates, profile prompts, and quizzes. 
dark mode and more. Can somebody please inform me on what Riz first means? I'm completely clueless here. Yes, of course. As our uh, Gen Z analyst, <laughs> yes. uh, if you will, uh, I can give you the T on Riz. Riz actually derives from the word charisma, charisma. So that's where the kids get it I like from. That. And it's mostly described as, you know, having like charisma when, you know, talking to a potential date or something like that, getting dates, that kind of scenario. And I guess Tinder has integrated in their business language, justifiably so. That actually makes a ton of sense. Good move, Tinder. Yeah. And now I have a new word that I'm going to overuse for the holiday weekend. Please do. Yeah. Please do, Rob. A couple more in the world of automobiles. Cruise co-founder and CEO Kyle Vogt has resigned. Vogt's exit comes just three months after General Motors' self-driving car unit won approval to operate driverless taxis in San Francisco. I saw a couple of those. They are pretty crazy looking when you see them on the road. And lastly, Honda is recalling 250,000 vehicles over a manufacturing defect in the engine crankshaft that could cause it to stall or stop driving. Heads up to all you Honda owners, you will be notified by mail in January if your vehicle is affected. And with that, let's get on to the main story today. So before we get into it, I want to make very clear, we really, really wanted to try to avoid talking about OpenAI two days in a row, but it was completely impossible. There is a lot going on with this story. It continues to develop. It seems like there are a lot of big personalities joining the fray. And who better than Sarah to help walk us through what the heck is going on here? Sarah, can you kind of take us through a timeline? I think the real chaos started last Friday, and it's pretty much been never ending since then. Do you mind walking us through kind of like the milestone events and what the heck is going on here? Yeah, so you're totally right. It has not stopped for one second. It has gone straight through the weekend. AI waits for no one. So I would say, first of all, check in on your friends in tech. They're probably not doing okay. (laughs) So we're going to start at the top and just literally go through because so much has happened. So we know first Sam Altman gets fired by the board of directors as CEO from OpenAI. That happened Friday afternoon. Greg Brockman, the company's president and co-founder, resigned in solidarity with Altman. Meanwhile, they told no one that this was happening, which included Altman himself, the employees at OpenAI, investors, and importantly, Microsoft, which has invested $13 billion into the company. The rumor is that they found out about one minute before this went public. Insane. Craziness. Yes. Then they appoint Mira Marotti, who is OpenAI's CTO, as the interim CEO. Senior OpenAI employees start walking off of their jobs in solidarity. Twitter erupts. Silicon Valley is up in arms. Many workers are in support of Altman, which is not always the case when a CEO gets ousted. So I think that's notable here. Totally. Investors are furious with the board. And by the end of the day, the board is considering resigning in order to get Altman and Brockman back, though they continue to set and miss deadlines for that resignation. So that's this weekend. That feels like a decent place to at least pause for a second and just kind of like (laughs) dig into like some of that stuff. So we were talking about this earlier and I was telling you guys, so my wife really does not have any interest in business and tech. Like she's not into it at all. She constantly just kind of tells me to stop when I start going down these rabbit holes of tech stories. And this is one that she was actually interested in because I was putting it into context. Like Sam Altman was kind of climbing this like CEO Mount Rushmore of like the most important CEOs in tech. And it's really, really hard to break into that group. It's super, super elite and super tight. 
And he was the first person to kind of get a look in that precipice in a very long time. And usually when something like this happens, I feel like the company isn't doing well or there's something crazy that happens. But for all intents and purposes, from the outside, it looked like OpenAI was just an absolute rocket ship. So that's so surprising to see this happen in the first place. Yeah, especially as you said, this is a company that is at the center of AI. It's, I think, the most notable AI company in the world. Mind you, all of this is completely still shrouded in mystery. Like we weren't given a clear reason for the firing. So speculation is swirling. And I think it just makes it all more addicting and people can't look away. That brings us to this morning where before markets open, we find out that Altman, Brockman, and other senior OpenAI co-workers are joining Microsoft to lead a new AI research team. And that Satya Nadella, who's Microsoft's CEO, has also said the door is open to as many OpenAI staffers as can join. Then Ilya Satskever, who is one of the board members who fired Altman, tweeted saying that he regretted his decision and would do anything he could to get Altman back. OpenAI appoints its third CEO in three days, Emmett Shear from Twitch. As of this recording, it will be incorrect by tomorrow. <laughs> 700 of OpenAI's 770 employees have signed a letter saying that they will leave for Microsoft unless the board resigns oh and Altman God. is brought back. I'm going out on a limb that those extra 70 people were trying to be out of office for Thanksgiving and are having like the weirdest week of their life. <laughs> that um, that's just my guess. <laughs> and as of now, we're still seeing reports that Altman and Brockman joining Microsoft isn't even finalized. So that could be undone by tomorrow. And also seemingly OpenAI might not exist in the morning so this is the definition of a developing story, but that brings us to now. We're all caught up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds like there is just mounds and mounds of panic all around Silicon Valley because of this information. And of course, let's not forget that Microsoft is the biggest shareholder in OpenAI. So they have all the power to kind of do whatever they want, it seems. And if they wanted to hire Altman, they just did. And OpenAI hired a new CEO who used to run Twitch. And boy, it, like things are getting thick over here. Crazy. <laughs> it's getting very, very interesting. Yeah, fascinating developments in the past, what, three days? I think all the speculation that took hold on Friday of like, what the heck did Sam Altman do? I read all the commentary around like moving too fast with commercialization and building out the business arm of it too quickly. But if the board is trying to get him back, then like clearly he didn't do anything like super toxic. You would think that if there were skeletons in the closet that were really bad, they would have come out by now. I mean, this is a company that was completely on the rise and about to become one of the biggest players in tech. And to your point, Sarah, like they literally might not exist tomorrow, which is just an insane. Like if you had told me last Monday that this would be what we were talking about today, I don't think I would have believed you. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty unreal. Ben wrote about this and said that it feels very uniquely 2023. <laughs> it's been a record-setting year for labor strikes and all of OpenAI's employees threatening to walk off the job really fits in with that. It feels very appropriate for the time, but 
yeah, it's kind of unbelievable. Essentially, Microsoft acquired like the most important AI company for zero dollars in all of this, which is kind of unbelievable. And I guess we'll wait and see what happens next. Your guess is as good as mine at this point. Every week is a new season. (laughs) It is churning. Like this season of Succession writes itself. It is very well done. Seriously, dude, that's spot on. Microsoft is only up 2% today, which is shocking to me. Like I'm sure earlier today it was up a lot more on this news. But to your point, Sarah, literally just made the best aqua hire ever. If it all goes through, it's really unbelievable. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, what are you doing? Go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. Have a terrific Tuesday and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player, Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.